This Life broadcast. It's always an honor and a pleasure to be with you. And welcome to those of you who will watch the replay later or perhaps hear this on the podcast and iTunes or just wherever you may see this or hear this. God bless you. And I believe this is going to bless you tonight. I know it is because the message, tonight's message is straight from the heart of God. And it is about the goodness of God. You know, this morning, it was just stirring in my spirit. And I said, Lord, I always ask the Lord, what do you want me to talk about tonight? And it was very, very clear. He put it so strongly on my heart. Literally, the Holy Spirit put it on my heart. Talk about how God is a good, good father. And I was like, wow, I don't know that I've ever talked about that before. I mean, we know that God is good, but he's a good, good father. Father, you know, a lot of times, or let me ask you this question. If you are a born again believer, right? You have the spirit of Christ in you. The Holy Spirit is the spirit of Christ, the spirit of Jesus in you. If Jesus is your Lord and Savior, then you do have the Holy Spirit in you, right? Christ in you, the spirit of Jesus in you. How many times do you literally think about God? Father God as your father. I mean, for real. I was driving yesterday in my car and I was like, oh my gosh. I don't know. You know, it's just like, I know that I have the spirit of God in me, but I'm, I'm driving, you know, and I'm, you know, you hear a lot of stuff in the news and bad stuff that happens. And I'm like, no, God is literally my father. I am blessed and I am protected. And I'm like, thank you, Lord. And I just start declaring his goodness. And um, you know what? I'm not seeing people jumping on yet. So I'm hoping everything is okay with this stream. Well, maybe it's just going to take a couple of minutes, but I'm going to keep going. And hopefully uh, you guys will, I'll see some names starting to pop up. So, okay, let's see. Um, so, Sometimes people ask me how my faith is so strong. Okay, now I see people popping up. So I guess it just took a minute. So welcome, welcome, welcome. Um, so sometimes people ask me, you know, Lisa, how is your faith so strong? Or they'll say, I want to have a faith like yours. Let me just tell you this. It doesn't come automatically, meaning you have to be in the word. You have to hear the word. You have to communicate with God like you know, on an everyday basis, like just often communication. I will tell you, I think about God throughout the day, no matter what I'm doing, whether I'm, you know, making food or I'm in my office, you know, yes, you've got to concentrate on the task at hand, but it's the Lord is always there. And I'm, and I'm always, you know, saying things like, Lord, you're so good to me. Thank you, Lord, that you answer every prayer of my heart, you know, and I'm, I'm just constantly communicating with him. And, you know, it's just, when you have the spirit of God in you and you I like, I just want to please him. I want to please him. And if, if I do anything that's not pleasing to him, I want to be convicted right away. I want the Holy Spirit to show me right away so I can just, and I know right from wrong, right? If I, then I need to repent immediately. So I just, I'm right back in, how do I say this? I was going to say, so I'm right back and right standing with God. I'm actually always in right standing with God because I have the spirit of God. However, 
I don't want to give the devil anything he can use against me. Repentance is so important because there can be no agreement with the enemy. You know what? I apologize. I'm, my nose is running. I had, I had an emotional day today. And if we get a chance, I think I'm going to tell you about it. Because again, the goodness of God, our Father, is just so wonderful. So anyway, I was saying how I have God. He's on my mind all the time, just like a family member, a child, you know, my son would be, my granddaughter, my, my daughter-in-law. I'm just saying God is on my mind even more. I, I can't explain it. He just is, you know, and maybe it's because, Lord, thank you. I feel like the Holy Spirit just said yes, because, and he's just showing me, it's because the spirit of God is in me and, and I allow the Holy Spirit to just have his way in my life. So just like Jesus was always conscious of pleasing his father, he's always conscious of the father. He said, I'm never alone. The father is with me, right? We're never alone. We've got Christ in us. And you have to remember three in one, father, son, and Holy Spirit, they're three in one. So having Christ in you, you also have the father, right? The spirit, it's the Holy Spirit. He is not it. He is the Holy Spirit. All right, I'm going to explain this. Right now, Jesus is in his physical body, sitting at the right hand of the Father in heaven. Okay? His physical body. He's flesh and bone. He's not on the blood system anymore. He is in his glorified flesh. Uh, not flesh, but yeah, flesh. He said, I'm flesh and bone, not flesh and blood anymore. He is in his glorified body sitting at the right hand of the Father in heaven, but the Holy Spirit, his Holy Spirit is at work in every believer. Why? So that we can communicate with God, right? And so that we can carry on the works of Jesus. So good, so powerful, right? All right. So I knew for me, you know, like I said, I I, there's a lot of tasks, right? Things that we have to do daily. I'm not the only one, whether it's a job, whether it's taking care of family, whether it's, it's whatever you do. I'm always thinking about God and just thanking him. And really, I would say, I honestly and truly live in an attitude of thankfulness to the Lord. You know, there's times too that, you know, I'm just being transparent. I always am. There's times that I feel sometimes like alone believe it or not. I mean, my husband works a lot and just, but how do I say this? Even in the times of like feeling like alone, I'm not alone. And I know I'm not alone. And I'm always talking with the father. I'm always talking with the Lord, with the Holy Ghost. Just Lord, thank you. Lord, you're so good to me, Lord. And even if, if I feel like down or discouraged about something, I'm telling you the Holy Spirit's right there speaking, especially when you're just silent and you're you're in communication with him. You could be praying in the spirit. I'm going to give you the word, but you know what I have to, I, I feel like the Holy Spirit is leading me in this direction right now. Whew, I'm going to try to hold it together. This is how good God is. Today, I was in my car driving and I was driving um, to the store to get like to Whole Foods to get um, a, a, a little some food. I'm sorry, I'm bubbling on my words. Like today, it was very emotional. I was in tears a half an hour ago over just this encounter that I had with the Lord today, and 
when I got in my car as I was driving, I wasn't thinking about anybody in particular. I was actually thinking about, you know, the food and what I have to do and this and that. And all of a sudden, this song was on the radio, but the Lord put someone's face right in front of me. And I was like, whoa. And the Lord, it was like, I felt like the, 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 oh, the whole car, like filled with the presence of the Lord. Like um, it, it's hard to even describe it, but this person, he put a person's face in front of me. And actually I heard the Holy Spirit, not audibly, but just that knowing said a person's name. And I saw her face and the Lord was giving me a message for her. And I, I can't even remember the last time I had an encounter like this, where, you know, I was just, I was driving, yes, thinking about the things I have to do, but I'm also at the same time saying, Lord, thank you for your protection. Cause I just always do as I'm getting on the highway. And all of a sudden, like I said, the car just filled with the presence of God. I saw this woman's face and I heard her name in my spirit. And this, this is the clincher. The Lord literally had me feel what this woman has been feeling. And, you know, um, there's been some like sadness, some discouragement, some hard things. And I lost it. I just started crying. Oh my gosh, because I literally, it was like I was her. And I felt everything she was feeling. And I started crying my eyes out like I cried when my mother passed. I mean, it was literally that it was uncontrollable. And I was like, Lord, Lord. And and I'm, I'm like wiping my eyes and there's cars driving by me. And I'm like, oh my gosh, I have to get it together. And anyway, because I've got to go in the store in a few minutes. But the Lord gave me a message. First of all, he let me feel this woman's heart. And then he gave me a message for her. And he said, tell her she is never alone. And I just started crying even more. And I was like, Lord, you're so amazing. Like, this is how good God is. You know, I don't take that lightly. So I knew that he showed me a couple of other things, you know, to tell her. And even the song that I was listening to, to share that song with her. And so um, the song is so beautiful. And, I'll, you know, I'll share the song with you. If any of you, it's beautiful. And it's from, honestly, I think the first time I heard it was like over 20 years ago. And it's a song that's called The Promise. And the name of the group is Plus One. You could, and so I was like, how am I going to get this to her? So I pulled it up and I found it on YouTube. I just put in The Promise dash plus one and boom, it came right up like their album. It's called the promise plus one anyway, but the song came up. And so then, so later in the day I spoke with her and she started crying. She goes, you have no idea how much I needed this. I said, God knew, God knew he put you on my heart. So, you know, even in putting this message together, talking about the goodness of God. And God told me to talk about his goodness before I ever, before that encounter ever even happened. So anyway, I just wanted to share that with you that God is amazing and he cares. He cares about every little thing or I'm saying every little thing. He cares about the big things. He cares about 
everything in your life. And Jesus, because he, he told me to tell her that whenever she feels like alone to, or like she's in a place of, I don't know what to do or just discouragement. This was a message was for her, but I feel the Holy Spirit telling me to share it with you. Jesus said, the Holy Spirit told me, tell her. Jesus is there with Lawrence, just waiting for her to turn to him for help. How awesome is our God? Oh my Lord. You know, my husband prays for me every week before the broadcast. And he, he prayed for me tonight. And as he's praying, I'm just like a waterfall. And I'm like, oh my gosh, I've got to get it together. I have to do the broadcast. And, and then he's like, well, maybe the Lord will have you share it. And I said, I don't know. So I'll have to see how he leads. And well, anyway, he did have me share it. But I want to give you some scriptures about the goodness of God. He's amazing. He's amazing. So I don't want to miss anything. <laughs> All right, let's look at the word. All right. Romans 8, 17 says, and if we are children, meaning children of God, then we are heirs, heirs of God and co-heirs with Christ. If indeed we suffer with him, how do we suffer with him? Persecution, right? People, the world, not, you know, just eh, biting at us because we're, we're, we're about, you know, the Lord, right? Okay. So it says, if indeed we suffer with him so that we may be also be glorified with him. You know, Jesus said, if you're ashamed of me in front of people, he said, I will be ashamed of you in front of my father. Don't ever be ashamed of Jesus. I know that those that you, you, that you have him as your Lord and savior, you're not, but I'm saying, don't ever be afraid of what the world will say. I'm telling you persecution, it's tough, but it's inevitable if you're really going to be a follower of Christ, you know, and sometimes I feel like I don't get invited to like all the family functions. And I, I really truly believe it's because of Christ in me because they don't want to hear what I have to say. You know what I mean? You know what? They want to hear what you have to say when there's a need for God. Who's the person they're going to think of you. So anyway, just thought I would share that with you. It's the truth. I don't care. I wouldn't trade my relationship with the, with the Lord for anything in this world because nothing in this world can compare to the goodness of God. People will let you down. God will never, ever, ever let you down ever. Okay. He will never. Okay. So then let's look at what our Lord Jesus said. Matthew 7, 11, he said, if you then imperfect as you are, know how to give good gifts to your children, how much more will your father in heaven give good things to those who ask, right? And then Luke eleven thirteen, Jesus still talking. He said, so if you who are evil know how to give good gifts to your children, how much more will your father in heaven give the Holy Spirit to those who ask him, right? Oh, so, and, and, and I'm, I'm going to help you with this. I'm going to help you with this. He'll give the Holy Spirit to you, but you have to ask, right? You ask. And that's why a lot of times too, if someone doesn't know the Lord, but they want Jesus as their Lord and Savior, then we ask for the baptism of the Holy Spirit at the same time. And the Father 
when you ask Jesus to come in and be your Lord and Savior, the, the scripture says God sends, Galatians 4, 6, the spirit of his son to live in you, whereby now you cry out, we cry out, Abba, Father. Because now, with listen, the way God identifies you as his, as belonging to him, is only if you have Christ Jesus, the spirit of Christ Jesus in you, in your spirit. And the only way that can happen is for you to ask and you and for you to ask Lord, the Lord Jesus, ask, blah, 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 ask the Lord Jesus to be your Lord and Savior. You say, Lord, you know what? Let's do it right now. Why are we going to wait till the end? If you've never made Jesus the Lord of your life, then you don't have his spirit in you. And Romans 8, 9 says, if you don't have the spirit of God in you, you don't belong to God. That's Romans 8, 9. You can read it for yourself. So let's just pray right now. Just say, Lord Jesus, I am a sinner and I am sorry for my sins. And I know that you died on the cross for me and you paid for my sins forever. I know that God, the father raised you on the third day. You are alive now and you live forever. Lord Jesus, come into my heart. I ask you to be my Lord and Savior. Teach me your ways. And Lord, I ask you to baptize me with your Holy Spirit and fire. I thank you, Jesus, for making me yours. <laughs> Amen. Woo! If you just prayed that prayer from your heart, in an instant, you are a new creation. You, the Bible says now you, God has sent the spirit of Christ, his son in you. That makes you born from above. You are now born again, right? The first time you were born from your mother's womb with a sin nature, gone, right? But now you're going to have to renew your mind. You have to change your way of thinking to line up with God's word. Because now while your spirit the part of you that makes you alive, right? You're a three-part being, being, spirit, soul, and body. So while your spirit is now one with God, 1 Corinthians 6.17 says, he who is joined to the Lord is one spirit with the Lord. Like a bride and a groom is the best way that I can, you know, uh, like they become one. You and Christ now become one, your spirit and his spirit. But now you've got to get to know the mind of God. You've got to get into the word of God. Okay, and then let let the word of God change you from the inside out. Okay, change your thinking. That's the only way that transformation will show up in your life is by the word of God. You have to know it. You have to hear it. You have to read it. You need to be in it and learn it. And, you know, I always recommend the New Living Translation. If you can see that just because it's the red letter Bible because it's easy to read and understand, okay? I know there's other um, translations like the NIV or um, um, the Message Bible. You know, I just, I really like the New Living Translation. Excuse me. Okay, so, wow. Whew, what an, I'm telling you, it's been an emotional day. So, all right, where was I? Holy Spirit, help me. <laughs> okay. Thank God. So welcome to the family of God. You are amazing. You are now my brother or sister in Christ. You now are God's child. 
literally with the authority of Jesus. Literally, now you you need to learn the word and learn your authority. Watch my videos on YouTube, they're free. I teach about faith, healing, and walking in your God-given kingdom authority because now you can go and destroy the works of the devil just like Jesus. We, You're his representative here on the earth. You got to carry on the work. Okay, let's, we're talking about the goodness of God. All right. Romans 12, 2. This is what I was just talking about, renewing your mind. It says, don't conform any longer to the pattern of the world, to the way the world does things, right? To, to the pattern of this world. He says, but be transformed by the renewing. You got renewing means making your mind new. It's the word, right? You got to make it new. Okay. It says, then you will be able to test and approve what God's will is his good, pleasing, and perfect will. Glory to God. Listen, we know how Jesus walked and talked on this earth, right? With grace, with love, with truth, with authority mm, over all the works of the devil. We're to do the same, okay? You and me. First John 3, 8 says, Jesus came to destroy the works of the devil, right? He gave his life for us so we would have, this is what's so awesome. First John 3, 8, okay? Jesus came to destroy the works of the devil and make us right with God, right? He came to give his life for us so that he could get his life into us. That's awesome. By his spirit. Woo! Okay. Glory to God. Okay, so we would be able to walk and talk. Again, same thing. We are co-heirs. You're a co-heir with Christ. Joint heir with him. If, if he is your Lord and Savior, which if you just prayed with me, he is. And praise the Lord. So, all right, let's see. When we talk about the Holy Spirit, you know, I say the Spirit of God, the Holy Spirit, Christ in you, it, it, it means the same thing. The Spirit of God is the Spirit of Jesus. It's the Spirit of Christ in you, the Holy Spirit. Okay, I just want to make that clear because... Somebody who, you know, maybe hasn't, you know, heard a lot of times they might be thinking, well, what's the difference? Why do they say Holy Spirit, sometimes Spirit of God, Christ in you? The Holy Spirit is the Spirit of Christ in you. It's the Spirit of Christ. Okay. So I hope that makes it super clear. Okay. And it's the Spirit of God because they're three in one, right? The Holy Spirit, you have the Spirit of God who is a Spirit, God your Father. And then you've got the spirit of Jesus in the person, you know, and they're three, three in one, three separate in one, but they're three in one. And now, wow, thank you, Holy Spirit. So the, the Lord's just showing me right now, just like the Holy Spirit has joined himself now to your spirit and you are one. Awesome. Just remember when Jesus was on the earth and he did the miracles and the works and healing the people. Remember, he, he told the Pharisees, he, he said, it's my father in me that does the works. It was the Holy Spirit. So I hope that makes it clear. So now we turn around and say, it's Christ in us that does the work. Because all authority in heaven and on earth has been given to Jesus, who is the Christ, mm, the anointed one. Praise God. Praise God. Praise God. Your name is now written in the Lamb's book of life. 
That's awesome. You know, when Jesus sent the disciples out two by two and he said, you know, go cast out the devils and um, go heal the sick. He gave them authority to do it, right? In Matthew chapter 10, they came back saying, wow, you know, the demons, they, they had to obey us. They were subject to us. Jesus said to them, don't be glad that the demons were subject to you. Be glad that your names are in the book of life. Because to Jesus, the fact that the demons have to obey you, that's a given. That's, that's right? But to us, it's like, ooh, like big, like it's a big deal. No, the big deal is your name is written in the book of life so that you got eternal life so that when you leave this earth, we will be with the Lord forever. That's awesome. Glory to God. All right. You know, all you have to do ever, all anyone has to do is turn. That means repent. Turn away from all that and just turn to Jesus and say, Jesus, Jesus, help. Like if you don't know God, you don't know Jesus, Jesus is waiting with open arms. You can't get to God the Father except through Jesus. Jesus is the one that you need to look to. Okay. And then once he's in you, now you can have communication with the Father. You can't get to the Father except through Jesus. Okay. He said, I am the way the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me, Jesus said. Glory to God. He's waiting for even the vilest sinner to really, truly come to him and just break down and say, I'm sorry. Please forgive me and mean it and come into my heart. Just, just change my life. Man, those kind of heartfelt prayers, Jesus will never, ever turn anyone away. Let me just, let me give you um, the scripture. Whew. In John 6, 37, Jesus said, this is awesome. Everyone the father gives me will come to me. And the one who comes to me, I will never drive away or cast out or turn away. When you come to Jesus with your whole heart, he'll never, ever turn you away. And he will always be there. Oh God, this is what gets me Ooh, every time. This is what gets me so emotional because he's so good. James 1.17 says, Every good and perfect gift is from above, coming down from the Father of the heavenly lights, with whom there is no change or shifting shadow. Wow. Psalm 84.11 says, For the Lord God is a sun and a shield. The Lord give listen to this, the Lord gives grace and glory. He withholds no good thing from those who walk with integrity. Woo! I'm telling you, the Lord, he doesn't look at outward appearances. He looks at the heart of a person. Glory to God. God is a good, good father. He is good. And he knows those who are his and he is good to his children. He is good to his children. You want to make sure you are a child of God, of the most high God. And the way you do that is through Jesus. Sweet, lovely, wonderful, precious Jesus. He loves you. Yep. Glory to God. God the Father sees the spirit of his son in those who belong to him. So when God is looking, and I remember asking the Lord on a flight, I remember one day, I, I've shared this story before, I don't know if you've heard me tell it, but it was probably like 
four o'clock in the morning, 4.30 in the morning, and it was dark out, right? And as we were getting ready, to, well, as we were getting ready for takeoff and we did take off, I could still see like the neighborhoods, like as you know, you're going up, you, I could see like neighborhoods and rows of homes and there were houses lit in some and dark, you know, in the other homes, you know? So I remember saying to the Lord, I was like, father, like how, just a little girl having a conversation with her daddy. Right. And I said, father, how do you know, like, whose are yours from up there? Right. And I didn't know all what I know now back then. And so help me. The Holy Spirit said th these words to me. He said, I know them. I know them because they shine like lights, like the homes that had the lights on them. It makes perfect sense because the light of Christ, if you have the light of Christ in you, God's looking. He knows who are those who are like when he looks down from heaven, he just sees lights. He's like, that's mine. That one's mine. This one's mine. Like, just cool. He just said, because I wanted to know what does it look like from up there down here? And he said, because I, and I asked him, how do you know, like, who really is yours? Like, who belongs to you? That's what he said, because they, sh they look, they shine like these lights that you see down there. And I was like, wow, what a revelation. It was so awesome. But those who don't have his spirit, right? They don't have that light. They look dark. Ugh. So they don't belong to God. Romans 8, 9. Now I know the scripture, right? So I have to share it with you because it's the truth from God's word. And God, you know, we're, we're all his creation, but we're not all his children. What makes you his child is only if you have the spirit of Jesus, the spirit of Christ in you. You've got to have the spirit of Christ Okay, so gosh, it's we're like we ran out of time already. Ah, all right. Well, we already prayed, but I want to share. Okay, just um, is there anything else that you know? I'm just going to share these last couple things with you. Matthew eleven twenty three, talking about authority because. Now you you literally do have the authority of Jesus. He gave it to you. Luke 10, 19, he said, behold, right? He said, I give you authority to trample, stomp over, kill, over serpents and scorpions, he said, and over all uh, the power of the enemy, he said, and nothing shall by any means harm you. There's a caveat there, right? You have to use the authority he's given you. How do you do that? You speak out of your mouth firmly and you believe you have to authority equals mean it mean it when you mean it those demons have to obey the devil has to go but you got to mean it if you don't mean it then the devil knows you don't mean it and here's the other thing your faith faith when it's released it is a force that pulls like gravity so literally it's like a blast coming out of the nostrils of God. But if you really don't believe, then that it's doing nothing. There isn't like the faith isn't there. And so there's no like force. Faith is a force. It's literally the substance, right? Of those things that you hope for, the evidence of those things that you don't see yet, but you will see them. When you believe, you speak, boom, 
<laughs> okay, let me just read Matthew eleven twenty three. Jesus said, for assuredly, I say to you, whoever says to this mountain, it could be your challenge. I believe he was talking about a literal mountain, right? Because he spoke to a fig tree, done. He said, be removed and cast into the sea and does not doubt, but believes that those things, okay, but does not doubt in his heart. In his heart, okay? Because when you believe, it's with your heart. Your heart knows if you really believe something or if you don't, okay? He says, whoever says to the mount, to this mountain, be removed and cast into the sea and does not doubt in his heart, but believes those things which he says will be done, he will have whatsoever he says. Glory to God. The next verse, Matthew eleven twenty four. 24. Jesus said, for this reason, I am telling you, whatever things you ask for in prayer, in accordance with God's will, listen, if you've got the spirit of God, you're not going to say to God, help me rob a bank. Eh, not going to happen, <laughs> right? You're not having God's help with that. You get what I'm saying. Whatever things you ask for in prayer, in accordance with God's will, thank you, Lord. Okay, believe, trust that you have received them and you, they will be given to you. Okay. This is what the God, God, the Lord is just showing me right now. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Lord. That communing with God is one thing. Pray the way Jesus prayed. You've got to look at the way Jesus com communicated with the Father. He never asked the Father to heal even one person. He went and did it because that that sickness was a work of the devil. And Jesus already had authority over all the works of the devil. So what I'm saying is, for example, if you're praying for a family member, just as just an example, to be saved, that's in accordance with God's will. Believe that he'll do it and you'll see it. You'll see it. You will see it. And you just say, Lord, I thank you. I trust you. I call it done. And just hang in there, hang tight, and just keep saying, Lord, thank you. Thank you, Lord. Even if it looks worse. Hey, do you remember when Jesus healed um, the boy that was having seizures, right? <laughs> he told that devil, come out. That devil had the nerve to throw him down and convulse him in front of Jesus before leaving that boy. So what I'm saying is, this is so, so, if you pray for someone and things look a little worse, before they get better, trust the Lord. Trust the Lord and say, oh no, devil, you can't have them. Oh no. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you. Thank you, Lord. Okay, I hope that made sense. And then the last scripture I'm going to give you is so we're over. John 16, 22 to 24, Jesus said, he said, so you also have sorrow now. This was because before he was going to the cross, he, he was talking to the disciples. He said, so also, he said, you have sorrow now, but I will see you again and your hearts will rejoice. Remember, he showed himself back to them after he was risen from the dead. He said, and he said, but I will see you again and your hearts will rejoice and no one will take away your joy. He said, at that time, this is the reason I'm saying this. He said, at that time, you won't need to ask me for anything. I tell you the truth. You will ask the father directly and he will grant your request because you use my name. Because the Father, when you say Father in Jesus' name, the Father's looking at you and he sees Jesus, Christ in you, his son, right? 
praise God, that should give you more confidence right there to trust the Lord. And Jesus said right there, and he will grant your request because you use my name. But you go to the Father. Once you have the Spirit of God in you, God is your Father. He's a good, 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 good Father. Good doesn't even sound good enough. I mean, you know what I mean. He's wonderful. He's awesome. He's everything. He's um, wonderful. He's amazing. He knows my heart. Ah, he's everything. Okay. And then verse 24, Jesus said, until now you have not asked for anything in my name. He said, ask and you will receive so that your joy may be full, complete. Oh! So we're going to end with that. You know what? I really pray that this has blessed you tonight. It blessed me. Lord, thank you. God is a good, good father. And now you have the spirit of Jesus in you, Christ in you. You can go to directly to the Father in Jesus' name. And he'll see his son in you. Talk to him, commune with him. But remember that you have authority over all the works of the devil. Again, because Christ is in you, you just speak and believe. And it's his power, the power of the Holy Spirit, boom, that's released to that thing, right? Or healing or whatever you need, whatever needs to be, believe it and you will, you'll see it. You will. So I love you. I bless you in Jesus name. Be sure to share this with others. Let's advance God's kingdom together. Let me know in the comments what you took away from this. And I just bless you with all my heart. And I just bless you and your family. And just know that, there, you know, I, I spoke about a prayer of protection over your family, over your pets. It's on my website now. I think I want to say, I think it's like, I put it all together and I think it's like seven bucks. It's real short, but just exactly how I do it. It's got a little video there of me speaking over my bird because I do it every day. And then you can also, you know, put your hand over a photograph of your families. It's just something that I do. And I just, I wanted to share it with you guys too. So anyway, like I said, I love you. I bless you in Jesus name. Thank you for watching The Victorious Life and I will see you next time. God bless you.